Hi, I'm Father Gregory Pine. And I'm Father Jacob Bertrand Jancic. And you're listening to the Catholic Classics Podcast, where we seek to grow our prayer lives by learning from the Church's greatest saints and teachers. Spiritual reading can be challenging for many Catholics, so this podcast is here to help. Each season, we'll read through a great work, unpack its timeless wisdom, and encourage you with practical tips for the pursuit of holiness. The Catholic Classics Podcast is brought to you by Ascension. This season, we are reading Ascension's edition of Introduction to the Devout Life by St. Francis de Sales. To get your copy of the book and download the reading plan for this season, visit ascensionpress.com slash catholicclassics or text INTRO to 33777. Be sure to follow us on your favorite podcast app. In this bonus episode, we will be reading the introduction to Part 3, Certain Counsels for the Practice of the Virtues, found at pages 175 to 177 of Ascension's edition of Introduction to the Devout Life. This introduction will give you an overview of what we will be covering in the following episodes for this part of the book. The ways some describe the spiritual life can make it seem like a buffet from which we pick and choose. In matters of faith, you might be the type of person who fills your whole plate with one favorite item, or you might make strange combinations without any thought of balance. But if we are to cultivate a healthy spiritual life, we need real sustenance in the right proportion. Unlike a buffet, the spiritual life is not a random assortment of laws, liturgies, councils, and commands from among which we pick and choose. Rather, there is an order to the spiritual life which shapes how we approach it. First, there is the goal. Like a marathon runner has his eye toward completing the race, so too we approach the spiritual life with an eye toward attaining to God. In light of that goal, we can then fill out the menu. As with any balanced diet, there are some basics or necessities. As we have seen, we have prayer and the sacraments, without which we simply cannot hope to be nourished. In addition, we also want to cultivate good friendships, incorporate some penance, study the faith a bit, and be of service to those in need. This begins to sound like a list of items, however, which can easily become overwhelming. It feels less like going to a buffet and more like going to a medicine cabinet. Where is the joy? Where is the freedom? In part three, as St. Francis fills out the menu for the hungry soul, he chooses next to focus on the virtues, those strengths of character that help us to act well. Virtue enlightens and emboldens us to choose the good. It stabilizes and solidifies human activity. It acts as a protection against temptation and confusion. Growth in virtue is absolutely essential for making our way through all the choices set before us every day. Unless the spiritual life is safeguarded and fortified by virtue, the life of prayer and sacraments will decay from the inside out. The life of penance and study will wither and die, and the life of service will cease to be fruitful. Virtue is the strength of the spiritual life, helping to conduct us towards the goal. In the image of the buffet, virtue empowers us to choose joyfully and freely the very best things that nourish and balance because we recognize them as leading to the goal. Now, while other saints might focus from the outset on the theological virtues of faith, hope, and charity, or the cardinal virtues of prudence, justice, fortitude, and temperance, St. Francis takes a different approach. Instead, he chooses to highlight just a few virtues, quote, dwelling on certain particular directions that the reader would not easily find elsewhere or think of on her own, end quote. Think of the catalog that follows then as a kind of virtuous examine for the devout life. 
These chapters do not pretend to be a comprehensive study, but rather an occasional instruction and exhortation with insights into the fullness that we seek. Here, St. Francis has his audience in mind as he focuses on the virtues that might be the most challenging or the most necessary to cultivate for a devout life in the world. So we find among his choices those overlooked or troublesome virtues that get the devout life up and running, those virtues without which the ordinary Christian just cannot grow. St. Francis begins with the virtues that help us through our initial obstacles, such as the temptations and distractions that aim to rob us of our peace or to derail us from our pursuit of the devout life. One such hurdle is the discouragement that comes when we feel we are not making progress or when consolations fade. In these times, St. Francis counsels the virtue of patience. By patience, he insists, we possess our souls, even when a difficulty seems beyond our endurance. In what follows, he treats humility and gentleness, poverty, chastity, and obedience, even friendship and leisure. Each and every one of the virtues he presents helps us to pursue the goal of God and to do so with greater devotion and zeal. In the end, if we are to attain to God, we need to be fed on prayer and the sacraments and balanced in friendship, penance, study, and service. As a result, we cannot treat the devout life like any old buffet. The spread that is laid before us is not a mere matter of picking and choosing. Rather, we need to pursue the choices that fuel us best for our efforts. To do this, we need to look to and grow in the life of virtue. For only by virtue can we draw the strength to attain to the goal, and to do so with joy and freedom.